Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. President Joe Biden is pushing the United States toward a clean energy transition. And to do that, the country needs critical minerals to make and power green technologies. And one way the federal government gets those critical minerals is by mining them. But as lawmakers push for domestic mining to ramp up, the agency tasked with judging disputes between miners and mining companies is facing multiple allegations, including ethics violations and financial wrongdoing. So today, I chat with Politico's Matthew Choi about the allegations that have locked the Federal Mine Safety and Health Review Commission. It's Thursday, June 2nd. So Matthew, before we get into this controversy that you reported on, what is the Federal Mine Safety and Health Review Commission and why is it important? The commission was created by the Federal Mine Safety and Health Act of 1977, and it adjudicates disputes between mine workers and mine owners over health and safety regulation violations. The legislation that created the commission starts off with a preamble that's very, very kind of pro-labor. It pretty much says that the number one resource of the coal and any other mineral mining industry is the miner. It offers some very generous labor protections for mine workers when they raise complaints. There's an increased spotlight on the mining industry right now as the Biden administration pivots more toward clean energy. A lot of that clean energy technology is going to require critical minerals, and the administration is really trying to hone in on bringing a lot of that resource production stateside. So because of that, the safety and health regulations for mine workers is going to be as important as ever. And to get into some of the specifics of your reporting, you report that a Republican commissioner on this agency tried to get advice on personnel matters from a group that he called the network that appears to have included at least one industry official. So who was that commissioner and what sort of rules did he allegedly break? So the commissioner is Marco Reykjavich. He was a Trump appointee and he was a chair of the commission in the latter years of the Trump administration. And prior to that, he had a long career working as a lawyer defending a lot of mining industry interests, including before this commission. And his background as someone who defends industry is actually pretty common in Fimstrick history. The conflict, however, in this instance arises with the current chair alleging that Reykjavik reached out to outside sources, including people who appear to have been closely tied with the industry or as part of the industry, about internal personnel decisions. And the current Democratic chair, Arthur Trainer, alleged that that could potentially run afoul with federal ethics guidelines that are designed to preserve the federal meritocracy. Right. And this controversy comes as the agency is facing some other challenges. It's There's partisan infighting and allegations of financial wrongdoing that you report on. So what's happening there? Right. So the current chair, Arthur Trainer, he also raised concerns about potential financial malfeasance by some senior staffers at the commission. And that has led to some interest from federal investigators at the FBI. And as part of Trainer's response to these concerns, he is 
taken a bit more of a direct hand in some of the operations of some of the staffers' jobs, which has led to the two other commissioners who are both Republicans to raise concerns that he is acting in a way that breaks precedent and he is going against the will of the majority of the commission. The Republican commissioners have flagged this to Republican lawmakers, both in the House and the Senate, prompting an investigation by House oversight Republicans into whether or not Arthur Trainer's actions actually constitute a hostile work environment. It's become a pretty acrimonious environment right now. And Trainer retorts that he was simply acting in a way to make sure that any kind of financial impropriety was weeded out of the agency. Interesting. And the agency also has the attention of federal investigators, as you report. So what exactly are they looking into? So the FBI subpoena documents from the agency, I believe a couple of weeks ago, the exact nature of what the FBI is investigating is not currently publicly known, but a lot of the allegations of financial malfeasance within the agency include thousands of dollars of time card fraud, misuse of COVID funds, improperly obtained contracting, and you know just a whole slew of alleged financial improprieties. It's led to a lot of mistrust within the agency staff and generally you know, a pretty acrimonious work environment in a commission that works to ensure the safety of some of America's most vulnerable workers. Also, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit denied a motion on Wednesday to vacate a major Energy Department rule that would set new, more stringent efficiency standards for commercial package boilers. Back in April, the American Public Gas Association, the Air Conditioning, Heating, and Refrigeration Institute, Spire Inc., and Spire Missouri Inc. filed a petition to vacate that rule, arguing the department's attempt to justify the regulation was inadequate. DOE then published a supplement to the final rule, providing an additional explanation. But the industry group still called on the court to vacate the rule. Moving forward, DOE's rule is expected to take effect in January 2023. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.